0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to Twinfo.com.au and DoubleBub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me, my wonderful co-host from Twinfo.com.au, Naomi Dolan. Hello. How are you? Nikki, 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 back for another week. I'm so excited that we've got Season 4 happening. I know. We are underway. Season 4. Four. I know we say this all the time. Like, how on earth did we get that though? Do you know what? I was looking through something through social media the other day, and I'm pretty much sure that my twins are the age now that yours were when we started this. Is that right? Must be around Yes,
1: them. they would be. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah your your twins, I'm pretty sure, or at least when we started talking about it, were just starting kindy or were in kindy or yeah, something yeah, like no, that. I'm and
1: probably about right.
0: Yeah. Huh. So the, <laughs> there you go another milestone that we're meeting <laughs> gosh
1: yes so let's um talking your milestones how have you found the school holidays
0: do you know what I used to be one of those parents that thought um and I do I desperately miss my kids when they're at school and then I thought oh I'll just hang on and latch onto the school holidays like there's no tomorrow and I've loved it I've loved it but like every working parent and you will you'll be in exactly the same as anyone the juggling act is so hard um but I'm they're, they're so excited to go back to school I'm excited for them to go back to school like they've been asking the last oh. few days when do we go back when do we go back and I'm like oh you know what at least you're excited and pumped so I've loved having them around but the fighting has done my head in again
1: <laughs> doesn't take long does it no that's for <laughs> sure now let's talk about the fighting because do you think I often wonder about this because I've got boy or girl twins and mine do get along fairly. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. They can certainly have some crackers. Um, But do you think it is because you've got two boys? I'm I'm always curious about the whole gender thing, because I mean, as I've said before, like having multiples, it's like having your own science experiment because you, you know, you've got two, three, four kids born at the same time. Um, you know, they can be the same gender, they can be identical, they can be fraternal, they can be, you know, all sorts of different combinations. But do you think that having two boys, like the fighting and everything hmm. like that, yeah. I mean, I know that yeah. there's plenty yeah. of girls that fight, but it's just, is it that bit rougher, do you think?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And and the only thing I can go off, benchmark myself off recently is it's not the same, but similar, it is one of my neighbours has got two girls pretty much 12 months apart. So they are very close in age and they're two girls and they're in each other's pockets. The, the difference in relationship between those two and they do fight a little bit. Uh, they do fight, like, as you said, sibling fights and they are close, but the physicality of my two being boys is just next level. Like I, again, that gender thing, and this is obviously what we're going to start talking more about this episode Um We don't encourage our boys to be rough. We don't encourage the sort of macho, like right from the word guy, we've been like, you know, Harry wanted gold princess shoes. You get gold princess shoes, sweetheart. You get what you want kind of thing. Um, You know, we've never skewed, but those natural things that pop up, but the physicality of their fighting and the brutalness of it is something I never expected. And I can honestly say I feel is very much a twin boy thing.
1: Yeah, right, because, like, I mean, you and you and your husband don't obviously fight like no, that.
0: No, no, and um, it's natural instinct. Like, these two are roughing it like I've never seen. They're constantly at each other's throats. It's hitting, bashing, they'll punch, they'll push, they'll, they'll sit on the couch. And we've, we've been going through this, this school holidays, actually, that a couch is actually something that you sit on because apparently it's a wrestling mat in my house. Oh, and the no. minute they sit on the couch, they're on each other. They're just like, push, push, shove, shove. Then it's like headlocks. Then it's wrestling. They're tumbling. I'm like, oh, stop, stop the physical. And they just can't, they, it's almost like they can't stop it. They can't control it. And as I said, we are very non-violent physical. They don't watch shows where there's wrestling or tumbling. Like they, they have started getting into football. But other than that, yeah, there's no... I don't know where this instinctive tackling fighting thing has come from, but it's big and it's loud too. They are so loud together.
1: Because I often think, I look at my two, um, if anything, like my boy, Oliver, he does not um, hit or push or anything to Alexis. If anything, it's more Alexis will grab his arm sometimes and, you know, dig her fingernails in. (laughs) Um, But... They don't physically fight. I often wonder because I've spoken about this a few times. I always wanted twin boys, mm. and I often wonder what would have happened if Alexis was a, a boy, because Oliver is a very gentle soul. Mm. Um, he's, you know, and I often wonder would would we experience what I hear that, um, you know, having the same gender um, multiples. Um, if, if we would have experienced anything like that. It's interesting just to reflect back. and It um, is. And, 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 and
0: interestingly, where you point out that Oliver's a very sensitive young boy, so is Harry. Harry's very, very gentle. He's very calm. He's very nervous about um, comf- confrontation. He gets very um, uptight if there's any kind of um, brutality or anything like that. He's very not rough and tumble. With his brother... He's a different kettle of fish. Do you think that's a common thing? Yeah. don't. Yeah. I I think it's also because they play fight a lot and then play fighting – Quickly escalates to physical fighting, or you know, one's one's not getting their way, and they'll push and shove each other, or they'll start wrestling, or they're very loud. Harry's the loud one; like if he doesn't get his way, he screams the place down. Whereas Hunter's more of a, you know, um, get him in a headlock type thing, not literally. Like my kids are safe, <laughs> but, but you know, wrestle on the garden and stuff like that. But. You know, two years ago, I would never have seen Harry play wrestling or play tackling in the backyard with his brother I would say the same thing. He's far too gentle. Um, and again, he doesn't like that in any other situation. But yes, with his brother, he's doing it more and more and more. And he's engaging and he often will start the, 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 the fight, particularly if it's a play fight, um, he'll instigate it, which is completely out of character because he is such a gentle soul, but as you said, with the right person being his brother that he knows so well, and he knows, I guess, also that, you um, uh, guess, that, yeah, you've got that, that comfort that they know each other. But it's interesting because it's very much a gender thing, and it's funny when you talk about gender because that's what we sort of wanted to talk about was to say that, you know, I was really unsure of what I wanted gender wise. And you were very specific about sort of what you wanted. How did you go when you then found out that you didn't have a set of twin boys?
1: Well, for me, um, we didn't find out the gender during the pregnancy. So it was a massive surprise at birth, obviously. However, I had by this stage, um, I had decided that twin A was a girl and twin B was a boy. Um, even though I did want two boys. Now, the reason I wanted the two boys was because, you know, I love Dave, my partner, um, and he's a really outdoorsy bloke. You know, he has a really healthy lifestyle. He likes exercising. He likes rock climbing. He likes scuba diving. And I thought, oh, I'd love two days. Um, and, of course, now, you know, I love Alexis dearly, and I, I can't think of anything more perfect than um, having... Boy, girl, twins—you know. Mm. Although mm. the comments drive me nuts. Well, oh, that kitchen chair! What? Yeah. You're done?
0: You're done. And do you think? Do you think? And this is one of the big things I wanted to bring up. Do you think people are too? And I mean people because I think um, we see it a lot more with twins than you do probably with singleton pregnancies. Do you think people are too harsh on other people or judgmental on their reactions to whether to what the sexes of your twins are? Because I know I felt a sense of disappointment from others that I didn't have a pigeon pet.
1: Yes. And I think that that's the biggest thing, isn't it? It's the, I mean, but why should we carry the disappointment yeah. of other people? Yeah. And I mean, what is it to them anyway? Yeah. Like you I, know, it's I, I, yeah. Our babies, yeah. our body. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it must be the same. I mean, I can only imagine if, um, you know, you, you look at a dad who's got three girls you know, everyone must be going, oh, you, you know, must, when are you going a, a boy? Yeah, you yeah, want a boy and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I think so with, when you are having multiples, you do have that extra risk with gender disappointment occurring because there is every chance, there's a 50% chance almost, um, that they're going to be identical.
0: Yeah. And, do you know, I, I think the word that you just used there or the phrase that you use there is something that we tend to brush over and ignore. And I think it's something that we really need to address and that's gender disappointment. I I think, and particularly in the twin world. And I was literally only having this conversation with my mum actually the other day, because a friend of mine and a sister-in-law of mine have both just had girls. And once again, we go through the whole cycle of, Oh, you must be so disappointed because you don't have girls. Like, yeah, sure. I would have loved a little girl. I wanted a pigeon pair. I've always been honest about that. I suffered, from gender disappointment when I found out they were two boys I'll openly admit that and I'll openly say it's okay and I think there's a lot of twin parents that don't accept that or don't say it's okay to feel that sense of disappointment if you were hoping or anticipating for something because and often because um, you know there are a lot of fertility journeys involved in twins as well I think it makes it harder for people to ride that wave but I think it's It's a a wave that I had to emotionally ride. And I still do to a point when people have newborn girls and I'm like, oh, geez, I'd love a little girl, a little me, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I I let myself say it's okay to feel that way. It doesn't mean I'm less grateful or I love my boys any less. It
1: doesn't. Of course. And I I think the whole thing that you just said um, about the fertility journey, because, I mean, as people know, I did eight rounds of IVF to have ours, now, I would have been happy with anything, of course, but that still doesn't give me a right to not want a certain gender or to or anything like that. So, I think because um, I have seen a lot of it. Oh, you know, I'm just people say, oh, I'm disappointed, you know, or my partner's disappointed that we're having X, Y, Z, whatever it is, and then other people, oh, after all the rounds of IVF, I did, I'd just be grateful that you know, you're having a baby. Do you, um, think,
0: do you think they need to almost be dealt with as separate emotional issues? Like there's there's the accepting your pregnancy journey, be it through fertility assistance or through whatever. And then there's the gender acceptance thing, regardless of whether you're having multiples or whether you're having, you're up to, as you said, you know, the dad with three girls and you desperately want a boy and the fourth one happens to be a girl. We, we've got to allow people to go through that journey of of accepting that they might not have what they would have liked in their heart. And that's not a selfish thing. It doesn't mean you have to sit there constantly beating yourself up going, but my kid's healthy. I shouldn't feel bad. You can say, yeah, like I admit it openly. I would have loved a little girl. Things aren't panning out for us to have another one. So, That's something I have to learn to accept doesn't again mean I love my boys any less and I'm grateful, so grateful for what I've got, but you still, yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
1: I definitely do, <laughs> and I think it comes down to the fact that people are just so invested in multiple birth pregnancies. Like, oh, it's you, you know, funny you mentioned. random <laughs> strangers love. I mean, I mean, we all obviously we love twins, triplets, quads, you know, um, but people are just fascinated by yeah. it. And yeah. I just I find it quite intriguing though that they want to um, share their opinions on. You know, how I mean, we've got talked about this a lot. You know people asking you how the babies were conceived and um, you know, and then they want to know the gender and then oh two boys oh would it be nice if you'd had a pigeon pair or you know or oh two girls aren't you lucky or you know yeah all the, of that kind of stuff
0: and then right right down to oh two boys you're gonna have your hands full. Well, they must be really rough and they must be so boring. I bet you wish you had girls there, keeps they're a lot quieter and you sit there and go how do you know like yes okay my boys are very loud at times but how do you know that like how are you presuming that you know my children's behavior and like it's funny you mentioned that with the investment because when I found out I was having twins and we knew early on that they were fraternal um my whole workplace was invested in the gender debate to the point where they were pretty much putting you know bookie tickets on it to find out whether they were right I I had a gut feeling I had two boys. I always knew. And to be fair, I've, I don't know what it is with me, but I've picked everyone's gender for everything. Always done it. Right. Yeah, just picked these two girls that had just been delivered. Um, I knew in my gut they were two boys, 100%. But the people around me at my workplace at the time were so on the bandwagon of, wouldn't it be great if you have a boy and a girl? Oh, you'll be perfect. If that, that exact rhetoric. And it got in my mind. And it did make the gender disappointment a lot harder and to the point where I was almost ashamed to let them down and say, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. I know the workplace has been so invested in thinking I'm having a boy and a girl. I hate to disappoint you. I'm having two boys.
1: Uh, Isn't it for me? Yeah. Why should and anyone I
0: mean, it's nice. know that? Yeah, it, it's it nice, nice that people
1: are so interested and intrigued by multiple births. But, um, yeah, sometimes you, you just need a little bit of space to process things um, and things like that. And that, that's understandable. And I just think that um, we do have, carrying multiples, you do have the chance, I guess is the word, that you're going to get multiple gender disappointment.
0: Yeah, I think that that's true. And then I think there's also, you know, for a lot of families that might go back for one or end up having another set of multiples, you may end up with, you know, four boys, four girls or still go ride that wave of gender disappointment a second time round. And, and it doesn't make it any easier.
1: No, but I, I guess, um, yeah, I, I just want people to understand that gender disappointment is real Mm. you know it is a a, it's a documented thing and uh, allow yourself um you know there are reasons that people do find out the gender of their baby purely because they want a chance to deal with the gender disappointment that was me yeah that was
0: me I had to find out because I didn't want my mind to build myself up that I would have in what my head believed was the perfect pigeon pair Um, and then ride that disappointment at the moment that they came into the world. And for me personally, I am so glad I I found out because I dealt with that at three months and then by the time I delivered, you know, just over three months later, whatever, um, I could focus on getting those babies through that stage and I didn't have to deal with that emotional side of it as well. So for me, it was right.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, there's that's the other thing because people always want to question. Oh, you're going to find out the gender and all of this kind of stuff. And there are there's often reasons that people do find out. Yeah, but I think um, you're right. Yeah, that being one of them.
0: I think you're right. The biggest thing, the biggest message is, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. You know, just. Um, if you if you feel that gender disappointment like I certainly did um, and you you would have because it was different to where your mindset may have been um, let yourself ride that wave and be forgiving to yourself it's not a bad thing like you're not a bad person or a bad parent I think by feeling that disappointment
1: no absolutely and as you just said before several times you know it certainly doesn't affect how much you love your boys
0: yeah exactly Uh, we'd love to hear from everyone else so like if you've experienced it or did you not experience it or how did you deal with it um you know leave leave some messages on our facebook page and we'll love to read out your comments
1: next time absolutely head to talking twins and more a multiple birth podcast
0: it has been awesome chatting about this i actually feel like a bit good that i got something off my chest too (laughs)
1: We'll be back. See, next that's what week. I always say. Our podcast is like, you know, our cheaper form of therapy. It is. It's a <laughs> venting session. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. All right. We will catch you guys next week. Bye.
1: It's talking twins and more with Nick's and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au
0: and doublebub.com.au.